dubs. I have a question. Yes, Chris. <laughs> what? I'm trying to write down a topic that I want to talk about, but I don't know the word to write down for like, what is your favorite like series of movies? Trilogy. No, like a Saga. Or like a TV show or like a series of video games. What's the word I'm thinking of? Not genre, but like, like universe. Universe isn't the right word. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, do you prefer Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or Star, Star Trek Wars. or the uh, Call of Duty? Star Wars. I, <laughs> well, we you're already that. answering the question, but what's the <laughs> word I'm thinking of? Um. So it's not saga. It, I'm. It's so close in my head. I'm so frustrated. Saga, right now. story, universe, galaxy, dimension, reality. But, but like, um, oh my god! I think I almost just said the word. <laughs> it's, I've never had a word so close to coming out of my mouth. Like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> give me, give me more examples. <laughs> can't think of any more <laughs> like, right, a saga warm or a saga cold saga is warm but it's more like trilogy or like the the mcu is a brand almost brand is closer brand is a lot closer like what's your favorite brand of entertainment but there's a word that means like brand of entertainment Oh, oh now you lost me. See, you had me with Saga, you had me with Trilogy, but now you're talking about brands? Yeah, but like, you know how Lord of the Rings is books and movies and video games and... Toys. Toys, yeah. Yeah. There's a word for that all-encompassing... Capitalism. <laughs> What's your favorite capitalist brand? <laughs> um, uh, like, like company-wise, you mean? Or like... No. <laughs> Because if I say, like, Disney, that, that includes Star Wars and, and Ooh, Marvel. yeah, no. Oh, my God. I almost <laughs> said the word again, but the word doesn't exist in my vocabulary right now. <laughs> I want to help you get this. Yeah. Um, this is going to be an hour and a half, so if you don't want to hear it, me try to think of this word, people tune out now. No, no, like, like, is it like a fully <laughs> operational battle station? No, <laughs> a fully <laughs> operational battle station has to do with it. I My brain wants to say title. But title is not close at title. all. No, title That's is... just the word my brain is like, it, I don't know. It's like picking it up off the floor. Is this what you're looking for? Title. No. Uh, title is the... Brand... Namesake. What's a... Like, if you could morph the word brand and saga, what's your favorite... Braga. Property? What's your favorite IP? I, that's pretty close. That's the closest Intellectual I've been. property? Yeah. Okay. But there's a word that's just a smidge closer, but property is the closest that property. I think I'll be able property. to come up with. Property. Property. But do you know what I mean by property, though? I do. 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 Um, Let's just say IP for now. <laughs> okay. IP. What's your favorite IP? Uh, I'll give you a few to start with. Yeah. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Overwatch... Call of Duty. Mm, oh, so you mean just like any IP? Yeah. Any kind of creative yeah, IP? Yeah, like what's your favorite entertainment thing that's an IP? Um. So the the so pretty high up there is probably going to be Star Wars. Yeah. Um, just because it's the one thing that will consistently hit me in the feels. Yeah. Like every time. Like yeah. it hits deep every time. <laughs> um. 
So probably probably Star Wars for me for IP, but like I'm trying to think of I'm just trying to think of another thing that I would claim to be an IP that I really love. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I can't like a creative entertainment IP. I can't really think of anything like even video games. Like, do I have a formative video game? Like, I, maybe I have, um, like Golden Eye, and I have like whatever. There was a weird like Agent Zero or Agent Dark. Mm, um, perfect dark perfect dark yeah, yeah. But then like perfect dark came along that was a whole different ball game yeah. halo like made by the same guys who did goldeneye Ooh, yeah. oh that explains a lot <laughs> um but like that's not formative enough for me to be like oh i gotta go back and i gotta play it again like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm playing perfect dark Ooh, <laughs> like that's not a thing yeah. so oh yeah those planes are close huh <laughs> um flights are back on the menu boys um i can't really think of of anything like 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 that i mean i feel like lord of the rings is great star trek was was awesome but like at the end of the day when it comes down to like which what thing do i crave for and i will like actually make time for i will spend money on that i care about Mm -hmm. it's star wars yeah i mean maybe rick and morty is right behind it like maybe mm, is right yeah. behind it for me you think it's like that close uh, uh, well i mean like maybe as in like rick and morty would be the only other thing yeah because you could take away every every video game from me and i'll just be like okay like <laughs> okay can i still watch star wars yeah like i like i yeah exactly it's like i still have star wars right so yeah um yeah for me it's that i mean and it's weird because I played a fuck ton of video games, but like none of them hit me hard enough. Yeah. Except Star Wars games like Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. And Knights of the Old Republic 2. Like that shit was super intense for me mm-hmm. because of the Star Wars part of the IP, not so much the gameplay or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say Star Wars. Because if you go through like my belongings, Mm-hmm. Like since I was a kid, yeah. you'll see Star Wars comic books, Star Wars young adult novels. You'll see Star Wars gold edition VHSes. You'll see Star Wars toys. Star <laughs> What's the Wars gold edition VHS. You don't have the gold edition VHS. Is it a was it a golden cassette tape? Oh uh, no, the boxes are like oh, oh like okay. Got, oh, um, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have like an X wing bottle rocket. I have <laughs> like Star Wars Legos. Yeah. I have like miniature figurine sets. Like. Obviously, Star. I have like a blow up Falcon that dangles. Like I have like a lot of fucking. Yeah, Star Wars. I think Star Wars is your answer. <laughs> yeah, so Star Wars for me is is that is that thing. That seems like a far and away answer. Yeah, but like as an adult though, like the thing that the thing that I crave, that yeah, like, I just want to like watch all the time, and just because it it makes it just makes me feel warm. It's my office. Yeah, it's my um office being the show, not like my work office people listening. <laughs> um, because Chris loves the office. Yeah. Like the thing that like that like puts me in a warm fuzzy blanket is Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. As an adult, so Star Wars does that too. But Star Wars is more like I feel like a kid again. Yep. Like, dude, when like when Force Awakens, not Force Awakens, when um Last Skywalker, yeah, started, and it was just like the Falcon immediately, and they were like running. Yeah, I was just like. <laughs> Like I was like I was like <laughs> like a kid craving sugar. Yes. And then going up to like the soda machine at Burger King. <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically. It was dude, you just see me in the solo movie. Oh my god. When I was leaving, yeah. I was like, oh oh I was like 
They did the Kessel Run. They talked about the Kessel Run. They talked about his blaster scope. And they did this and this. And then they talked about how he's in the Navy. Like how hard was the Navy. But he wanted to be the Navy pilot. And this and this. And my girlfriend was like, yep. Okay. You were the person that movie was made for. Yes, exactly. Like I was watching. I'm like, I bet this is just going to be a laundry list of things that nobody needed answered about Han Solo. And you're like, they did it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, are they going to do it? They They did the dice. They did the dice. This is why he doesn't trust people. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it was like. Oh, it was just like, um, yeah, it was like, oh, that's how we got the navigation droid. Yeah. Like, all of it. it like, for, yes. So, they did all of it. They literally filled in his whole backstory in one movie. And it was, but more than the backstory, like, like they, like, you figured out, like, you learned why the navigational system in the Falcon is, is temperamental. Yeah. And why C-3PO was like, this Was computer. able to speak to it. Yeah. And, but C-3PO was like, this computer is very rude. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this navigation system speaks very mean to me. Yeah. Um, in uh, Empire Strikes Back, when they were trying to fix it. Yep. Like, that one dialogue, like, <laughs> yep. this one line from Empire Strikes Back traced back and was answered with this movie solo yeah and i was like i was just like yeah that reminds me of i just have you ever seen the video on youtube um i think it's called before the dark times uh and someone edited the conversation that obi-wan has with luke in obi-wan's hut in uh a new hope no I didn't. um it's basically it's like I was a Jedi Knight before the dark times. Your father and I fought in the Clone Wars. And Luke is like, my father wasn't a uh, whatever. Um, that conversation that basically th- they made the prequels to fill in the backstory of that conversation. It used a bunch of shots from like the prequels. And it's so, so good. <laughs> like your father was one of the best starfighters I ever met. And it like showed the scene where they're like flying around and he was a cunning warrior. And it showed him like, um, putting his lightsabers around like Count Dooku's neck and stuff like that. It's awesome. It's like, whatever happened to him? He was killed by Darth Vader. And it showed him like getting his legs chopped off and like falling down the the edge of the volcano. It's brilliant. It's really, really good acting. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, solo was the same thing. And that's why I love. Also, again, like I, and I was setting expectations to everybody because everybody was like, "It's whatever," and I'm like, "Han Solo and Chewbacca are my favorite characters in the Star Wars universe." <laughs> yeah. So, like, this is a big fucking deal for me. This yeah. is like, this is my Avengers right now. So, like, I need you to like, <laughs> just let me just have this. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I was so ex- I was so happy about it. Yeah. And uh, it was really it was good. I had a lot of fun at that one. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun with the fact that um. Like you said, like I think it was redundant for people who mm-hmm. didn't like, who don't jerk themselves off about it. But like for <laughs> me, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, because it was that. Yeah. Was, I was getting jerked off on movie. So, <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite IP? I feel like IP is the right word, but it, I didn't get that satisfaction, that aha moment. Yeah, of I thinking know. of it. I know. If anybody knows what word I'm thinking of, you could tweet at us now because we have social media finally, which is at geek and destroy underscore which is not what i said it was last episode (laughs) yes well it's corrected now so that's all that matters so what is your favorite um so this started because i was really bored at work the other day and it was very slow it was on the weekend and i just skyped the only other guy on my team who was working and i say hey rank the following (laughs) star wars lord of the rings harry potter mcu zelda because we both love all of those. And he was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he's like, why would you make me do this? 
Um, and it was really fun. We talked for like 45 minutes about it. Um, and he gave some really deep, inter- interesting points where he was like, Zelda is always consistently good, but it wasn't really there. It like wasn't really formative in my childhood. <laughs> and, like it doesn't have as many things. It's just video games. Where Star Wars is so much more. It's books and comics and video games and TV shows now and blah blah blah. It just occupies so much more in my brain. Um, I think mine is Zelda. I think mine really my number one is Zelda. Yeah, really? Zelda is my favorite thing. Okay, it's so 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 good. Um, and then probably Lord of the Rings. That's out of left field. I did not expect Lord no. of the Rings. No, it is not. Lord, Lord of, of the Rings. Rings is so good. So good. It is. I, I mean, watch it like once every two months now. <laughs> seriously? Yeah, it's it's insane. It's one of the, like the six movies I own on iTunes. Three of them are Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I own all the Star Wars ones on iTunes. That's why I said Star Wars. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then Star Wars. And then... I ranked MCU oh. and then Harry Potter. And I'm like, and it's weird because like Harry Potter's a nine out of 10. <laughs> and like Harry Potter's that list yeah. starts at a nine yeah. and gets better. Harry Potter is, oh, I love Harry Potter, but there's something about Harry Potter where it went from, I remember the books, right? I remember getting the book, yep. reading the book and falling into the fucking book. Yep. And the books the experience of the books, I don't know if it was age. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know because the expect, expectations were not set. Yeah. But like the books were so, it was such an intense experience. Yep. And then I saw the movies. Yeah. And it was weird because I was like, it almost, not to say like the books, the book was better. I mean, the books are better, but it's weird to see it fleshed out. Yeah. After you had it set in your head. Yep. Exactly. That I think that's always the root of like having a movie be as good as the book for someone who read the book first. I think yeah. a lot of it goes into what you did first. Um, because books like paint a picture in your head and then movies are a director painting their picture of what was in their head. And it might not be the same as what was in your head. And it's weird how it clashes then after you see it. Cause then yeah. if you read the book again, now you have the, fi- the, the film yep. in your head yep. and you have like, if Hermione Granger is as Emma Watson, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's just like, it's a weird image now compared to the Hermione Granger that you had before that. So yeah. it, it's, 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 it's weird. I don't understand like the attacks on JK Rowling. Mm-hmm. Um, people just give her shit yeah. over like everything. Yeah. It's like, well, why is that character gay? And it's like, I just, I don't know. Cause I just said so. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> It's my IP. I made the character up and now that person's gay. So deal with it. I think like, the attacks on J.K. Rowling is she's kind of George Lucasing, where she's like, "Oops, I made one of the most successful internet pro- or uh, intellectual properties in the universe ever." Um, I really wish I had tweaked this one little thing. Where people are like, "Just le- leave it. You did a good job. Now go, go make crappy other books that aren't as good <laughs> under a fake pen name." <laughs> she, um, I heard Cursed Child was horrible. Yeah, I heard it was too. And that's kind of the thing is like these changes in these like unnecessary backstories that are making serious plot holes just aren't good. Like just just make an amazing book series and then leave it alone, please. Don't touch it. It's so hard to I can only imagine uh, the difficulty, though, in the expectations for her Mm -hmm. of like 
well, I need to come out with another banger. Yeah. That's like, I got nothing else in the chamber. I got to just keep, <laughs> I got to keep throwing jabs. Like, Tumble that's all doors I, gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just got to keep Old Faithful, just stick to Old Faithful and yeah. get every drop of blood out of this stone because that's all I have. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel it is. Yeah, I guess. But like, like they made a theme park based off of her books. She's raking in money. I think she's the, uh, the, I think she's still the wealthiest person in the UK. I think. Is she? I think so. No. I think wealthiest woman in the UK. Maybe that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that. Jeff Bezos is, uh, I think trillion dollars to his name now. No. Yeah. To him. Yeah. Look it up. No. Look it up. That's crazy. Look it up. I think he's I like, gonna look he's, he's nearing like the record of being the first like self, like one person trillionaire. Or some shit. Jeff Bezos net worth 145 billion. Oh. That's it? Elon Musk is 36 billion. No, 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 no. What did you look up? What did you look up? Jeff Bezos net worth. No, 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 no. You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> that's exactly what you do. No, no, because that stuff is out of date. You look up Jeff Bezos. Oh, yes. Here you go. Jeff Bezos trillionaire is trending. Here's why. There yeah. You go. See? Um, why? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase what I said. Yes. Um, Bezos's net worth could reach one trillion dollars by 2026. Yeah. So in six years, he can hit a trillion dollars. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, here's a pro tip: if you see something that you like on Amazon uh, that's being sold by a company on Amazon, look up the name of that company and go buy it from their website, so Jeff Bezos doesn't get any more money. You know what this has done for me a mm. lot. Um, COVID and like businesses being shut down and shit like this, and like yeah. supporting local mom and pop shops like cafes and restaurants that I like. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's making me really consider where I buy stuff from. Mm. Really consider. So, for example, I, um, Trumpy boy, uh, <laughs> gave out some money, right? Because he's a socialist. So I got some. <laughs> <laughs> so I got some Trumpy bucks from Trumpy boy. Um, from his socialist policies. And I, uh, I was like, you know what? I, I've never made like a big splurge purchase when this happens for me. I think I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to get a, a special guitar pedal Ooh. It's called Strymon Flint and Reverb. Mm. Uh, it's a, like a $300 pedal. It is a masterpiece of a reverb and tremolo pedal. It's the Best I've ever tried. Best I've ever heard. I love it. I've wanted it for about four years now. Nice. Maybe five. But I can never justify it. Yep. I don't play in bands anymore. I don't even play enough, really, to be like, yeah, cool. But I love it, and it sounds so fucking good. And mm. I know I, I would start recording ideas again Ooh. if I had it, because I could experiment with things I never played with before. I have a way that I hope this story is ending already. But yeah. go ahead. But um, so long story short, I can buy that from Strymon Flint. Now, they're like a boutique uh, company. Mm-hmm. So they're not just like, yeah, you can just go to Sam Ash and buy us. No, they don't. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. There's only two licensed retailers in all of the state. Yep. So it's, they're not easy to get. Yeah. So you can order directly from them. And I was like, I'm going to order directly from them. But then I was like, wait a minute. I could support the closest retailer yeah. in the state by going through them for this. Mm-hmm. And those motherfuckers have not answered the phone and the voicemail box has been full for about two months now. So Yikes. I hope they're still going to open up, but um, I'd rather order from them and it's good business. You know what I mean? So that's just a small example of it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a pure angel about this. Like I still 
go to big box stores for everything else. Yeah. Like other things. But it's just, it's something that I'm trying to do now. That's with, really good. With my purchase decisions. Yeah. I respect that. Yes. Um, I want you to explain more about Lord of the Rings here because I never Ooh. picked that up from you. Really? Never picked that up from you. When we talked about like the, the scenes that give us goosebumps and stuff. I don't recall you mentioning a Lord of the Rings scene. Yeah, well, I think you started it actually. <laughs> you because you were you watched Lord of the Rings fairly recently, right? Like yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah, and there was some scene you were talking about that just got you so jazzed up. I forget what it was. Um, what which which movie was it? I think you were watching Return of the King. Was it Return of the King or Two Towers? I don't know. It was. I think it was. It was probably the charge scene because. I still I cry <laughs> when that scene happens in Return of the King. The Oh for Frodo? No, not for Frodo. That one's that one's pretty good. That one gets me a little bit. But um like King Theoden and the Rohirrim oh, and, yeah, on yeah, Pelennor yeah. Fields. Yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah. Just oh my god, that's like the most badass speech ever. Um, oh no, I was talking about that. You know what speech I was talking about? I was what? talking about Gandalf's speech. Which one? Uh, when Gandalf is talking to, is it Pippin? About death? Yes. Oh, yeah, and Pippin's yeah, yeah. like, I'm scared. And then um, Gandalf has the, the, I mean, granted, we all know it's because of Tolkien's, like, involvement with the war and everything. But, like, there's so many, like, just smart life quotes from that. Oh, like, yeah. Like, when, when he's, when Pippin's freaking out about, like, oh, my God, they expect me to fight. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're. You're in the service of the king now. Like, <laughs> like, like you little fuck. What did you yeah, think was going to happen? I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so um, good. And then Pippin's like, I'm scared. And Gandalf's like, yeah, you're, it's, you're supposed to be scared. Yeah. He's like, but like, what if like we die? And like, he's like, he was like, or, or he was like, I wish this never happened. I wish this wasn't happening. And he was like, so do all men who find themselves in such times. Yeah. And it's like, that's such a simple line, but it's so heavy. Yeah. It's so like, it's just so heavy. It's just like, it, 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 I feel like it's just, it's the apex thing to say <laughs> for that situation. There's no better way to put it. Yeah. So do, so do all men who find themselves in such difficult times. Yeah. Like, it's just like, <laughs> fuck. Yep. Good point. Nailed yes. it. All right. The Open the door, say. I guess. Yeah. There's nothing else to say. Um, Or yeah. Like when he talks about death and he's like, like. For like fear like no i'm not like that's okay he's a death is a necessary step of all life or whatever Something yeah he's like, he's like death is a step that we all take that we all must take in life yeah. and then Pippin was like like uh what do you say he was like uh what's it like oh yeah he's like what's it like gandalf because I mean, gandalf died <laughs> yeah and gandalf was like like a bright a bright light and then like fields of, of like endless green yeah and Pippin was like oh that's not too bad yeah. Gandalf was like, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's pretty dope. <laughs> I also, I love the quote, and I'm not going to get it right because I just tried to say it a couple times in my head, but the, uh, uh, all think, all, it's basically we all die and all we can do is, who the, says uh, it? Uh, Gandalf. The, oh. all we can do is make the best of the time that is given to us or whatever. Yes. That one's so good. Yes. I don't know the whole Right. <laughs> quote, I, I know but. exactly what you're talking about, though. I think that was in, I think Return of the King. Fellowship or Two Towers, I think. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I think it was Fellowship. Or yeah. You know, you know what I love the most about Lord of the Rings? It actually wasn't like the combat. It wasn't like the fight scenes. It wasn't like, like, yes, like the, like the, the, the Rohirrim riding down. Like, mm -hmm. that's all epic, right? Especially when, I forget the name of the song for Gandalf's theme, but when it's like that angelic choir. 
Yeah. That, that hits and it's yeah, just yeah. the choir that hits before the strings come in. Like, yep. um, every time he does something in slow motion. Yep. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what it is though. Yeah. Um, the thing that I love most about that was the dialogue. Yeah. Because oh, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect dialogue, which it's, is so funny because the dialogue in the books suck it's hard to that, get through that's what dragged me down in the books yeah everybody was like it's oh, not got- dialogue it's a history book essentially yes. yes and then it's like oh my god I, I remember i was reading something and it was like it was like eight sentences just to answer just something like do you want a bed for the night And it was like an eight sentence answer <laughs> it was just like talking about like weary legs and like long exactly. journeys and tired <laughs> souls and it was just like <laughs> And Gandalf asked, do you want a bed for the night? And Aragorn responded, no, I would not like a bed. For the orcs do not use beds, and the orcs run all night. And yes. I will run all night if it means yes, that. exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but the, 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 the dialogue was not just, like, super, super well done. But there's just, like, it, and it's weird because they did something that's very, very hard to do. And that is whenever we hear, like, an old old english speaking like mm. old english speaker just an older style of speaking like that it's very hard to attribute like a sincerity to it yeah because we at face yeah. value just we're just like oh i'm around cheerio pop, pop. like that we just see it as a very different thing but in this if that didn't exist and yeah. because of it it's almost like you had this beautiful heaviness to all the words that were said yep um yeah, like the, when they're preparing um, Helm's Deep. Yeah. And uh, they're talking about, like, they're just, like, preparing everybody to fight. Like, the words that uh, King Theoden is speaking is, they're simple words, just like, well, it's going to be tough as shit, and everybody who can fight should fight, and yeah. uh, we got to just hold it off as long as we can. But, like, it's, like, this beautiful, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, this beautiful speech that he gives of just saying it in this different old speak, and it's just, it's beautiful. It's really good. It's Whoever beautiful. did the dialogue for, like, the script, I guess, for Lord of the Rings knocked it out of the park. Oh, like, yeah. just the thing of Aragorn uh, complaining that, or no, it wasn't Aragorn, I think it was Legolas, like... It's all a bunch of kids and old men, but what he says was like, and they've obviously. seen too few winters, or some of them too many. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> exactly. But it sounds so good. Yes. <laughs> and I love in that scene when they're getting ready for Helm's Deep, they're like arguing back and forth, and then Legolas in Elvish <laughs> says, they're all going to be dead by nightfall. And then Aragorn in English says, then I will die as one of them. And yes. they all like look up like, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> It's so good. Um, even when uh, even when the elves show up for reinforcements at Helm's Deep, and yeah. he goes like, like, what did he say? He wasn't just like, we're here to help. It was like, you know, ages now ago. Now is the time. Yeah, ages yeah. ago, elves fought us along, fought along, yeah, along men or whatever. Alongside with with uh, with man, and and we hope that now is a time that we can once again share yeah. these times, something like that. And then like Aragorn just informally just hugs him like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You my bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, uh, I was actually looking into, cause I've always heard that there are some Lord of the Rings fan who hate the movies, which is dumb. Don't hate those movies. Those are beautiful. Um, and a lot of the, the biggest common theme of people who hate that is the fact that elves showed up at Helm's deep, which they did not in the book. And it makes no sense why they showed up in the movie other than like, oh yeah we're gonna be okay now which is such a great moment in the movie when the horns blow and they're like that is no orc horn yeah uh 
Um, but yeah, it makes absolutely no sense that they're in like someone I had it. There was a video explaining why that's the dumbest thing in the movies. And it's like they were from these woods. Yeah. Helm's Deep is over here. Yeah. The Saruman's place is in between them. And yeah. somehow they mm. made it there first. Yeah. On the night before when like elves were dying, like all the elves were leaving to yeah. go to the, the place where they don't die. And that no, they just decide to come. <laughs> come fight for a night that's a good point and run three times faster than the orcs or whatever that's a good point but it's like whatever it yeah. was a cool movie it was it was a, cool was a moment co- in the movie. that's a good point though like what was the point of that like, it was just to be like a oh my god we're so screwed we're so screwed we're so screwed a little hope like it's supposed to like get you excited true, for this fight true. scene that's like 55 minutes long true i mean um i always look i always watch that and always think like if they never had gunpowder would they have been able to breach? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think that's I like know. the whole point. I don't know. Like it, that's it's hard, right? Like you don't know. Like they had the numbers. Yeah, they had the numbers. The, I saw the deleted scene, mm-hmm. and I love that scene. It's when uh, Aragorn and uh, Aragorn and Gimli, Gimli, flank them. Yeah, on the bridge. Yeah, and, Gim- and Gimli's like, oh. <laughs> Aragorn's <laughs> like. Can you make it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you you'll, need a lift? <laughs> you'll have to toss me. Yeah, exactly. He's like, don't tell the elf. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> so, so huge, huge pat on the back for myself. I was, I don't know why I was doing this, but I started ranting to my dad about Lord of the Rings in general. He's famously never seen them, never had an interest at all. He's never seen them. Yep. He loves sci-fi, hates fantasy. So, like, he refuses to watch Harry Potter, refuses to watch Lord of the Rings. Oh, he's he refused out. to watch Game of Thrones for the longest time. Adam and then man. one of his friends at work was like, it's not fantasy. It's like a political show with backs. It's a drama that takes place in a fantasy world, which is really true. And he's like, all right, I'll watch the first few episodes. And then he immediately got hooked. And then, like, Game of Thrones gets more and more fantasy by the end where it tricks you. And by the end, you're watching a fucking fantasy TV show. <laughs> like, there's wizards and dragons and stuff. Um... And then I was just talking to him about Lord of the Rings. And he goes, isn't The Hobbit part of Lord of the Rings? And I'm like, oh, Dad, come on. I mean, it's a different series. It's like a prequel series. But yeah, they're connected. He's like, how are they connected? It's like, well, there's the ring. The ring is in both of them. Bilbo, Gollum, Gandalf. And I explained those parts. And he's like, so what is Lord of the Rings about? Like a bunch of rings. And I'm like, oh, no, there's one ring. Well, there's 19 rings. There's 20 rings. But and I kind of explained. And he's like, and Gandalf's a wizard. I was like, well. Gandalf's a Maiar, but they call him a wizard. He's like right. 3,000 years old and blah, He's blah, blah. He's basically like a demigod. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> I started explaining it to him. And this was on uh, Saturday morning. We had just had breakfast. And he goes, do you have them? I was like, yeah, I'm on iTunes. He's like, you want to put it on? I was like, are you serious? Finally? So he watched them finally? Yeah. We watched the first one. And we just sat down. My mom walks through. And he goes, hey, 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 look, I'm watching Lord of the Rings. Because <laughs> like he has famously never seen them. And then he watched and he's like, that was pretty good. There's two more, right? And I was like, yep. And he goes, that was really long. And I'm like, yep, they get slightly longer. <laughs> second one is longer and the third one is even longer. Yes. Uh, and then we watched the second one. Uh, he loved Helm's Deep. Yeah. Because there's, uh, you didn't see Game of Thrones, right? No. There's an there's an episode that's basically a huge battle scene. And it's one of the best battle scenes ever filmed one of the best battle scenes helm's deep is the best battle scene ever filmed uh and then late in game of thrones there's a battle scene that happens at night and it's garbage because it's like pitch black the whole time and you can't see what's happening and i told my dad i was like 
yeah, that scene in Game of Thrones was pretty good, but that's how you film a night battle scene. Like, you could see yes. things, and it was raining. Yes. But you could, like, still see what was happening. He goes, yeah, that was really cool. And he's like, the part when Leg- Legolas throws the shield on the ground and then, like, skateboards down the stairs and shoots two guys. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome, right? And he goes, yeah, I can't believe I've never seen these before. And then uh, and then I went to my girlfriend's house. Uh, I'm at my girlfriend's house now, and she uh, he watched the third one, and he was like, "That was so awesome!" <laughs> and he was like, "I'm gonna watch them again." Um, That's awesome. So I mean, was, yeah, he's a believer. But he uh, he burst out laughing because he he laughed a bunch uh, in the first one at the bridge of Casa Doom when they're jumping across the broken stairs. Um, the bridge of Casa Doom, that where the Balrog is chasing them. There was no jumping. Yeah. There was a there was a big staircase that went from one side of the cave to the other side of the cave. Oh yeah, the and rocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, and they like tossed the hobbits and they go to grab Gimli and he's like, Nobody tosses a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad like laughed at that. And he jumped across and Legolas grabs him by the beard. Yeah. He's like, Not the beard. Yeah. <laughs> my dad loves Gimli and he thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so he remembered that scene. And then in Two Towers, he looks at Aragorn, he's like You'll have to toss me. <laughs> don't don't tell the elf. Don't, don't tell the elf. My dad loved it, and then he loved that little thing that they have where they are like counting their kills. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I, "That's my second one already. I'm at 19. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he's like cuts the leg off of somebody. He's like, <laughs> he just goes back to counting. Yeah. <laughs> then he kills the elephant, and he's like, "That's still only one. <laughs> it still only counts as one. Yeah. It's so good." Um. But yeah, he loved him. And That's I'm good. so proud of my dad that he finally like nutted up and watched Lord of the Rings. Some of the CGI in Return of the King doesn't stand up. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. There's there's some CGI here and there. That's not very good. But um kind of like Matrix, kind of mm-hmm. like Star Wars, kind of like Star Trek, kind of like all of these worlds. When you I've gone off the deep end mm-hmm. on Lord of the Rings wiki. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. like once you go off the deep end of like like the creator and like the demigods and like what happened with Sauron and how he like tried to trick himself in and then he got found and then he had the giant battle and yep. he lost and then he was exiled and then they all left and then this like when you get all of that yep and then you think about the movies it's like oh shit there's a lot going <laughs> there's a lot of reference and I remember watching scenes and rewatching Lord of the Rings on Netflix after reading all this stuff yeah and it made it was so much easier to to digest and understand yes because I was like. That's why they're talking about the light. That's why they yep. want to go there. That's where they're going. That's why Gandalf is like this. That's why Sauron is yep. like that. Yep. That's how this is possible. That's why Gollum is this. And that's why the rings do that. And this is like it It's so good. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Um and it actually, you know what it does too? Um it makes the Hobbit movie. The mm. Hobbit movies, um, so much more darker than I than you think they are. Like mm. I remember watching the whole Hobbit series. And being like, okay, it's fun. It's kind of like a like a Lord of the Rings, like ish ish B side. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. But I get it. But like once you realize, like, no, smog is this part of a dragon clan, and this is where the dragons come from. And then yep. you research, like, this is why the dwarfs are like this, and where this came from. And this is that. I forget the name of the forest guy, and like he's actually a demigod from this. And yep. this is why he lives there. And they talk about this guy and that guy was actually cast aside and cursed and that's why he's like that and that's why he has this and Gandalf needs to find him and yep. this is why Galadriel is like this and this is why she's super OP like, yep. like all <laughs> it's these, so good yeah like like it, it made the movie so it made the hobby series so much better for <laughs> <The> me <hobby. laughs> 
<laughs> Say what? You said the hobby. Oh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> Hobbit movies. It made the Hobbit movies so much better for me knowing yeah. these things after I after I've read everything. Yep. Um, but it also makes everything so much darker because I know the 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 foreboding of it, right? Yeah. Like like the foreshadowing of the Lord of the Rings and like the, the shit that goes down and it's yep. like, oh boy, like like when uh Gandalf goes to investigate the necromancer. Yep. And then you're like, that's fucking Sauron. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That's him. <laughs> yeah. And then um Sauron is a good guy at the time. Yep. Like, but that's when he starts to think about like, hey, I could oh, probably this might not be so good for us. Yeah. I want to start thinking about switching sides. Yeah. And, and like when you read the backstory about it, like the tower and the forest and what is the necromancer and like what was happening and how they found about that. And like, like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's. It's a universe. Yeah. It's that's what I love about it. Yes. And by the end of that conversation I had with my friend, the thing that ties them all together is that they're cohesive universes that you could just dive into and explore. Harry Potter is probably the least of them um, because there's just there's the books and that's it. Like there's, there's not like backstories and history books and the 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 one thing that they do have is they're doing the um what is that one with the Grimwald? The uh, Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. With that, uh, that was actually not a bad movie when I saw that. Uh, yeah, it kind of ca- it does. It tries to fill in those gaps. It yeah. tries to cast like there's a Ministry of Magic in the Americas. There's yeah. a Ministry of Magic here. Like they actually worked like this, and then then that one works within the government and mm-hmm. this and this. Like it kind of fills in those gaps, but it's also there's a there's a there's a weird lack of a cap mm-hmm. in harry potter not to criticize it in a sense of like how well the story is told but as a universe mm-hmm. when you live in a universe with magic and they can do a, almost anything with magic it's very hard to put a cap on what can happen in mm. like to have an ebb and flow in certain things because it's magic yeah they can when you can just fucking do anything yeah and they do almost everything they can change into different people they can see through walls they can fly they can <laughs> they can <laughs> curse people to be mind controlled they can yeah change time travel <laughs> time travel like yeah like they can live within books they can have like like <laughs> you know what i mean like when you have this it's really cool and intriguing and it's done very well but like the limits of it are very loose mm-hmm. like polyjuice potion it's like okay if you like if you do this thing wrong then oh no now you're now you're, you're gonna die you're because you can't change back or something yeah. like but that's a very small limiter put on that. Yeah. It's not something super finite and defined, like the rings and why, what are the rings? How are they forged? Why are they given out? What do they do? What like, and then like, that's, you have that answered. Yeah. It's like, cool. That's the limiter. That's what happens when you put it on. Mm. That's the outcome when you have it on. Like, there you go. Like, (laughs) that's it. There's no like circumventing like, Oh, I'll just like cast goobity goop on it. And then it's like, not going to, now it's a safe ring. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's not how that works. Um, and again, Harry Potter, there's a lot of times where they do have that, like, especially in the books, like when Voldemort comes back yeah, and it's like, oh, Voldemort needs to have this thing. This horcrux needs to be this and you need to spill blood into here for that spell to work. Like, but it's like, right, but that spell will still bring this dude back from the dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's like, technically, is he really ever dead? And then it's like, and then it's like, oh, the power of like. The people that the wand is killed lives within the wand. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. But what does that do? It means, you know, I can I can shoot spirit bombs. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like, like, it's just, it's like, 
So you loosey goosey limiters. Yeah. Do you know, do you see, I, I don't know if I'm explaining it proper. No, you are. You are. There's like, yeah. There's no cap. Like it, there. There's always a. But then they yeah. found this other spell that counteracts it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is yeah. That, there's no way to prevent an Avada Kedavra spell unless he yeah. uses the wand that killed your parents and they their ghosts still live yeah. in the wand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's how I feel about Harry Potter. That being said, I do love all those rules. Like that's all just stuff that she made up. There's yes. never been a thing before where it's like wands have a memory and they keep the spirits of the last few people that they killed. Yes. And that's why when that happened, it was like Cedric is parents and then the the housekeeper or whatever. You, so here's something that I will put out there that I think is the strength of Harry Potter versus the strength of stuff like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The strength of Harry Potter is that Harry Potter, in, to me, in, in my view... Harry Potter is really the journey and story of what it means to go from childhood mm. to adulthood. Yep. I saw a meme that uh, that encapsulates that pretty well. It's Harry Potter 1. Hell yeah, I'm Harry... Er, holy shit, I'm Harry Potter. Harry Potter 2. Holy shit, I'm Harry Potter. Harry Potter 3. Holy shit, I'm Harry Potter. 4 through 7. Holy shit, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> it's like... It, it's... It... it, it goes through a lot and like there's a lot of family dynamics there's a lot of sense of being of wanting to belong there's there's yeah. large chunks of the story that are about like his romantic interests about having a crush and yeah. like, just wanting to kiss a girl like like harry potter i think is it, it hits so hard not just because the story is very beautiful and like the way it's tell, told and mm-hmm. everything like that i think it's because it's like Spider-Man. It goes through a journey of what a lot of people go through. The majority of people feel like Harry Potter at some point in Harry Potter's journeys. Yep. And then you have to, as now you're attached and see yourself in Harry Potter and his group of friends, you see them go through extreme hardship. You see them basically go through a world war. Mm-hmm. That's really what you see. Yeah. You see them go into a guerrilla warfare campaign yep. while being oppressed. That's basically what you see. <laughs> while trying to figure out who you're going to ask to prom. Yes. So yeah. it's... While, they're still in school like they're still like taking tests and shit like like it's it's very much like they have Hagrid like that friend that nobody likes but he's really kind but he's just kind of weird so everybody dislikes him like it's very relatable especially to kids I think that's why like it grabbed everybody at a young age so easily because it's so easy to be like this is what I'm going through yeah so I'm very similar to that Star Wars Lord of the Rings does something similar it goes through like accomplishing and overcoming uh, hardship and I think coming to acceptance to your fate. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference is that it's for adults, I feel. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings, like that kind of talk between Pippin and Gandalf and Return of the King. <laughs> that's, that's some the kind adult of t- shit. That's some adult conversation. That's not like teenage shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's adult fucking shit. That's the shit you have when you're like in your like 60s. Yeah. Like, oh man, I like. Like I don't, I'm scared of dying. Cause like, like that's that's some shit that starts entering your mind around like your older ages. When I like first saw those movies, I looking back paid no attention to like exactly. that deep stuff. I'm like, yeah, show me more Legolas shooting. Yeah. Oh, I can shoot three arrows at once now. <laughs> <laughs> Grabs yeah. a handful of arrows and yeah. shoots them all. Exactly. It's yeah. like it, it's same thing. When I was younger, I never thought about those about what they were talking about like that. But yeah. now that you we're getting older. We, that's one hundred percent a big part of it, and I think Lord of the Rings really, not to hit the nail on the head, it's a, it's the journey, of, it's the journey of life set through the fellowship, yeah, of going through hardship, of losing people, mm. of gaining people, of mm-hmm. meeting new people and strangers, and how to navigate your way to accomplish the thing that you're setting out to do, and that's not something that you really know as a kid, yeah, that's an adult theme, um, 
so I think that's why it hits on a different level and it resonates with very different people is yeah. because of that. Um, Star Wars is very similar. Like if you think about the original Star Wars trilogy, mm-hmm. it was about a nobody. It was about yeah. a farmer. It was yeah. about a guy named Luke. And yep. then he just, all he wants is to see and explore the world, uh, the world, the galaxy. Yeah. But like in reality terms, that's a small town kid who just wants to go to the big old city and wants to see what the, what the West coast is like. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean, like that's basically what it is. And it's the hardship that goes through that. And like, then this burden and journey and expectation set upon him of like, you're actually supposed to be like the greatest Jedi of like this time frame, And you're supposed to <laughs> take over and kill like the dark side, which is Emperor Palpatine and yeah. your father uh darth vader so you know that planet that's a space station you're a farmer but you're also the guy who's destined to bring that all down (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's also the that's i think also why it 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 hits so well because it it was you you kind of understand that feeling i think everybody's felt like i just want to get out yeah and then when you do get out you realize how over your head you are and it's just like, oh shit, what? Like, <laughs> like there's so much to this I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's why they hit different. Um, but the same thing. Star Wars was is very easy as a kid because just like starships and yeah, and like lightsabers, lightsabers, yeah, lightsabers, which is the coolest thing ever when I was a kid. Yeah, um, and the Force and stuff like that. But I feel like at least with in the terms of Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars, I feel like Star Wars is the closest thing that touches anything close to religion. Yeah, like, like it's the Jedi's close, and stuff with Jedi's, the Force. Well, not not just religion with like like a Christian type of religion, but just like a spiritual thing. Mm. Lord of the Rings isn't really spiritual. Lord of the Rings yeah. is more of like life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's more just like life and its journeys and its trials and tribulations and its its successes and its failures. Um, Harry Potter is kind of like that too, but Harry Potter isn't also very spiritual. It's very much like we got to stay hopeful. We can kill the oppressor. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of what it is, right? <laughs> like um, there's, there's, it, it's cool. And this is what I liked about Han. Han and Luke were, they were like almost reluctantly best friends. Like they weren't really best friends. Of, like, Han was like, stop touching shit, like, in my ship. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, he was like, all right, kid, like, relax. I know, like, you're getting big for your britches. That was the kind of the conversation. But out of nowhere, Empire Strikes Back, Han is worried about Luke and he's looking out for him. And it's like this weird dynamic that they have where they become best friends. Mm-hmm. Where Luke is like, I'll go suicide myself to try to save Han. Yeah. And Leia and Chewie. Like, I'll, I'll do it. Um, but that's, it's a spiritual thing. It's almost like a... And it, it kind of goes full circle to Force Awakens, where Han spends this whole time being like, the Force is, is, is wonky donkey shit, like, whatever. Yeah, okay, old man, I keep hearing about the Force, whatever. Um, and then Force Awakens, he goes, it's all real. It's all real. All it's of all, it. All of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like like everything you heard, it's all real. Like, he, he, he has this acceptance of it. And I think that's kind of like this cool spiritual understanding of whether you are religious or whether you are spiritual, but it's almost like this acceptance of the force and the fact that you're accepting this thing that's beyond your understanding. It's a journey for its characters to go through. Yep. And you see the same thing with Leia where Leia slowly begins to come attuned to the force throughout the movies. And next thing you know, she's like, got to turn around, got to go back. Yeah. And Lando's like, what? Go back. We just got out. She's like, no, Luke's in trouble. He's in pain. And yeah. Lando's like, and Chewie was like, we're going back. And then I was like, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> and then like, they pull a Yui in the Falcon and they go back and they save Luke. Like, 
Yeah. It, it's it's uh, to me that's how I how I interpret them. Yeah. And that's why they touch different parts of like the emotional attachment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, that uh, that Leia saying we have to turn back Luke's in trouble. That yes. just reminded me so much of Finn and uh, the Last Skywalker. Like they're kind of touching on Finn is kind of like Leia in that sense where she was she he was just becoming like force sensitive and stuff like that yeah yeah that was cool um yeah yeah no I think it's cool how they do stuff like that where they they make it like they don't symmetrical yeah they don't make it explicit yeah like they always hint at things like like we talked about it before how um at least in the books like um like it's it's confirmed that Han has some attunement to the force and that's mm. why he's such a great pilot mm. and that's why he's always making it just in the nick of time and he's yeah. always just keeping things whole, <laughs> held together and he just never just, tell me the odds <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah. like um like first of all that scene is insane if you think about it it's two star destroyers chasing down one little freighter yep. <laughs> <laughs> and like he somehow evades it and he yeah. gets out like the fuck um yeah i think it's really cool how they do that there's little they leave little nuggets where it's like you can fill in this nugget yeah like <laughs> this nugget's for you yeah exactly exactly <laughs> it's like yeah yeah um yeah to lord of the rings the reason that's so high up on my list is because i think it probably out of all of those maybe besides marvel if you're counting the comic books has by far the deepest lore it's like star oh, wars okay. there's a lot there but Lord of the Rings, there's a lot there, and there's it's way more basically there. made by one dude. There's more there. There's like whole language dictionaries and yeah. stuff. Like you know, it's more there. Um, I think the most that Star Wars gets into is like supply chain stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like this contract for this version of X Wing was by this corporation, and they're based <laughs> out of this universe on this planet. But that planet was then taken over. Yeah. So then they had to switch contracts to this supplier and this manufacturer instead. Like that's the most it goes. Yeah, and there's a lot of stories. But yeah. in Lord of the Rings, there's just a lot of history. Like, that feels yes. like it's a real world that yes. exists. Like, yes. I'm watching a biopic <laughs> of this actual guy named Frodo who did this thing <laughs> that took place in this world. It's like, well, hold on. How did Sauron... Well, because of this, and he was actually made by Morgoth, who is also known as Melkor, who was made by Earl Iluvatar, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... <laughs> Oh okay. Oh okay. <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> I get it now. Right. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, one thing I do wish we saw in any of the Lord of the Ring films mm-hmm. was we saw we saw man mm-hmm. in their cities and their armies and their societies. Mm-hmm. We saw both elves, both elvish clans, yeah, like the ones of the forest and the ones in uh, Rivendell. Rivendell. Um, the two big ones, the two yep. big cities. We never see the dwarves. Yeah. Even in The Hobbit, you yeah. don't really see the dwarven civilization or dwarven community. Because it's very underground. And like they're not literally underground, although they are, but they're very like, they do their own shit. Yeah, but like they don't mention it. You don't, yeah. you don't even see them in big stories of when dwarves, elves, and men fought together. You still don't really see them. And it's like, I don't think they're shunning them. It's mm-hmm. just like, I, I feel like they almost do it on purpose to be like, it's a mystery. Like, yeah. You, like you just won't like here are these ju- when they're walking through what is it um mines of moria yeah 
and you have these giant fucking huge archways. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck was this place? And it's like, oh, it's a dwarven place. It's like the dwarves, the guys up to your hip. Yeah. Why? And they're just like, ah, run through. Like <laughs> Balrog, gotta go. Yeah, but like, do you know what I mean though? Like, yeah. like, I wish we saw scenes of like, what was that hall like when it was full of dwarves? Heyday, yeah. Yeah. What was it like when they were working and they were mining? And it's like, well, they dug too deep. It's like, well, I want to see how they dug. It wasn't yeah, show fuck, me that. <laughs> it wasn't pickaxes, I bet. Right. Like yeah. it had to be more than that. Like I want to see their their people civilization yeah. yes and we weren't you never see it yeah you never see it and that's like ugh. i, I want to look into that there's a really great youtube series that i've been obsessed with called the history of middle earth highly recommend it it's really good to just binge watch uh during quarantine but uh the, it's every all of their videos are basically a question like what were the dwarves doing during Lord of the Rings? And it's this huge thing of, well, based on this little side story and this letter that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote to his son about what his interpretation of what that happened, they were probably doing this. And we know that this dwarf was doing this. And we know that most of Gimli's family died without him knowing and blah, blah, blah. There's all this, there's answers there, but we never really explicitly see them. Yeah. Although I want to look into like, is there an actual like dwarf civilization in like the Silmarillion or one of those other stories? Uh, yeah, which I I'm th- sure there is somewhere. There should be. I mean, like when you hear about how Smog took the uh, Erebor, yeah, the Lonely Mountain, yeah, and yeah, which was the dwarves, yeah, and it's like, well, I want to see what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, like, he Smog like killed that whole city, right? Like, he like murdered all the dwarves that were there. Also, Smog as a character, I thought was was really cool because they didn't just make him like evil. They didn't just make him like he was a sociopath. Yeah, they didn't make him like violent. <laughs> yeah, unnecessarily violent, and they didn't make him like unnecessarily like I'm so evil and I just want this. He was a sociopath in the way he spoke. He yeah. was just like he was just bragging about himself. Not only that, but he was he, he was like lying and trying to see if he could catch. Yeah, uh, uh, Bilbo. Bilbo, and he was like just like being real sly, and I thought that was really cool because it lent more fear into it. Because mm. you're like, I thought it was just going to be like dragon roar fire, and here he is like psychologically breaking down possible lies by Bilbo. <laughs> this, <laughs> like, this guy's unhinged. Yeah, yeah. And he's like slowly walking around, and then yeah. he's just like looking. He's like, oh, I can see you. Like, <laughs> yeah um he's like toying with him yeah yeah and it's 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 weird and then uh he he realizes that bilbo's with the dwarves and he's trying to steal from him and then he like gets away and he was like oh you're from lake town and you're still alive good you could watch me burn the town not oh you're still alive now you're dead it's like i'm gonna keep you alive so you can see what i'm about to do like that's crazy that's yeah (laughs) it's it's good uh, and they they did it really good in the movie. I thought I thought the Hobbit movies were eh. I thought the first one was really? fun. Second one was okay, but it had the um, it had Smaug in it, which was awesome. And then the third one was just hot poo poo garbage. Really? I hated the third one. I've only seen it once, and I haven't seen the extended editions, which I've heard the extended editions of all three are better. I I liked all of them. I'll be honest. I didn't like the first one. I didn't like the first one because I didn't like the personalities of the dwarves. Mm. Like they were too like boisterous or whatever. Yeah, it was like very fratty, and it yeah. was just like <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, and that's what it was. They were fratty, well boisterous. They were cocky. They yeah. were arrogant. They were, 
And like I, I didn't like that in a way, unless that was I didn't know if that was how all dwarfs were, or if that was just how they're portraying this gang of dwarfs. Like mm. I didn't really understand, and just Gandalf's aloofness with them, just like oh yeah, man, oh, you're about to break boys that will shit. be boys. Yeah, exactly, like that kind of <laughs> outlook. I was like, Gandalf, whip, like shut, like hit him with your stick, like fucking do something. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I liked how they tied it in a little bit. Like I liked how Legolas showed up. I like how they tied that Legolas was young and yeah, he um he wasn't established yet at yeah. that time. He was still fighting to establish himself. Yeah, thought that was cool. I liked that. I liked um his dad, which I forget his name. Um, I hated the Evangeline Lily character story that they jackknifed into it. What was the, that again? Her name was Toriel. She was an elf who one of the dwarves falls in love with and there's like a weird love triangle I oh, think between yeah. her and Legolas too it's like ugh stop like so the hobbit also by the way the book is shorter than any one lord of the rings movie <laughs> or book and they made three movies yeah. where each lord of the rings got one movie yeah still blows my mind i remember when there were two and i'm like you don't need to do two yeah and then they're like we can't fit it into two gotta turn it into three it's Stop. also a, th- a big thing is like the way bilbo sp- like just hobbits speak mm-hmm. um it, it, i, I don't want to say it's grating mm. but it's like you're hearing a child speak by design you Interesting. know what i mean they don't know anything beyond the shire everything yeah. is a wonder like they're scared of everything they're not sure but they just want to be honest and jolly you know like it, it's just it's like you're in a world where that doesn't work. It's like looking at somebody who's just like super polite in New York City or Boston. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's like, uh, I think that fits with that character with like that species. Oh, it does. I'm saying like three movies of it explicitly. Yeah. It's just like, it's not like it's cutting off to different fellowship people. It's like, nope, it's just Hobbit. Here's seven hours of Hobbit. Just <laughs> Hobbit. Of a Hobbit. Seven um, hours of watching a Hobbit. That's I cool. will say, I did not love, uh, like, Frodo's voice. Like, he just spoke so slowly all the time, and it made me uncomfortable. Like, I, I don't think I can do it anymore, Sam. And it's like, God, just talk a little bit faster. We're cut- This movie's already three hours long. It was... Um well, you could tell, like, like you could tell that uh, Elijah Wood was told, like, you have to really showcase the weight of everything that's that's breaking you down. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. There, it, it, I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Where it's almost like just spit it out already, like just fucking talk. But to me, that goes back to the fact that like they're hobbits. Yeah. And that's how they are. It's because they're just like so used to being. They're so used to drinking beer and dancing and like you know having food and now it's like oh llama bread well guess what guess what else we have more <laughs> llama more bread, llama bread. <laughs> like i love sam i love sam's voice like the uh the scene where he's charging up the tower and he's like that one's for mr frodo yeah <laughs> that one's for the shire yeah and that one's for my old gaffer uh, yeah. like <laughs> that one's for my dad <laughs> Um, you know what it was, and I, like I know it was by design because the ring is supposed to be like, like tearing his soul apart. Yeah, but like, and this is nothing against Elijah Wood. It's just Frodo as the character portrayed. Yeah, and this is gonna be this is gonna sound very douchey to say, but it's eventually you get to a point where it's like stop being a little bitch. 
And it's just like... <laughs> I think that's by design, though. Like, I think you're yeah. supposed to get frustrated with Frodo at the end. Because, like, the ring made him like that. Yeah, and it's just like... Ah, uh, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> just like, like... Stop screaming. I don't care how much it hurts. Like, just shut the fuck up. Bite <laughs> that's, down. That's the hype rage in you. Bite down on some leather. Like, just fucking... I don't know. I don't know. It's just... It's just, I got so tired of, of seeing like, ah, like I got so tired of that. <laughs> he does. <laughs> also rewatching it with my dad. Frodo gets fucked up in those movies. He gets stabbed twice in the first movie. <laughs> twice? He doesn't get stabbed twice. Yeah, he does. Well, technically not twice, but by the troll and uh, Helm's Deep, but he's wearing the Mithril. Oh, It's like yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. ass spear. And he does the... <laughs> Yeah. And then he gets stabbed by Shelob. <laughs> he gets his uh, finger chewed off. Yeah. Um, yeah, the dude gets fucked up. Yeah, he gets fucked up. Weirdly, the, the like, the, not body horror, but, like, the boo-boo that <laughs> gets me the most is, like, the chafing he has on his neck from the, of the, ring. the weight of the, the necklace. The weight of the ring, yeah, because it's eating through him. Yeah. Ugh, that, I was like, oh, God, give me some, like, aloe vera for that. And some <laughs> Vaseline. Put it like, in my pocket for a while. <laughs> moisturize that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's. They should have made, like, a little backpack just for the ring <laughs> to <laughs> distribute the weight a little bit better. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how else you, you portray that. How else do you portray the power and the weight and the... I mean, they did it well. <laughs> I'm not saying it was a ring. bad choice. I'm saying it made me feel icky. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I felt And like the way his, like, his lips are chapped. Oh, God, just like, so fucking gross. Fucking chapstick, Sam. Come on, give it to him. <laughs> like, but like, oh, no, but it's because they were crawling over a volcano and all this other shit. It's like, okay, yeah, I get yeah, it. Makes I get sense. it. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, I'm not going to get into the semantics of like... They probably don't have anti-air weapons. You could probably have just flown this in on an eagle. Like, I'm not going to go through any of that. But, like, I feel like the bottom line was they did a good job of fragmenting each person's tale, story, Mm. journey. So that when they come together in Return of the Ring, there's a reason why there's, like, 20 minutes of just celebration and them hugging and seeing (laughs) each other and, like, being happy. But then again, same thing. It was a little slow. Like, he wakes up, he's like... Sam, <laughs> I like. I swear that scene is in slow motion. I think it actually is. It is. It's slow. Like, it's like seventy five percent speed. It's just them laughing in slow motion. Gandalf. <laughs> and then. Mary and Pippin come in and it's just ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> slow motion. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then g- Gandalf in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's just, it's just like, it's, it's just a little too slow. It's, it's a little too slow. It's a little too slow. Like, give me like ninety percent speed, not like eighty or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Arwen too. She speaks in slow motion too much. I choose a mortal life. It's like, God. 
if you're choosing moral life, you might want to speed up that <laughs> sentence. You're going to die soon. <laughs> it's, yeah, slow-mo was used a lot. There's a lot of slow-mo in that movie, in those movies, actually, if you think about it. Um, <laughs> the, the best part of the celebration was the ceremony when Aragorn goes, Oh, 100%. My friends, like, you bow to no one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that one gets me every time, too. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, normal speed. Normal speed. Yeah. <laughs> normal speed. Um, yeah, there's 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 a few scenes that get me every single time. It's the 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 speech that he gives before the uh, the uh, red sun, a red day, and the red sun rises to death or whatever the Theoden. Before oh, the day, Rohirrim. Uh, a day will come when the strength of man fails or something. No, that's Aragorn. But it is not this day. Yeah. yeah oh, no, that's, that's not what you're talking about. No, I'm talking about Theoden oh, and oh, Pelennor okay. Fields. Ride! Ride, Ride to ruin! Ride to ruin! Yeah. Ride to ruin! Ride! Ere the red sun rises! Yeah. I always, and then they just shout, death! Yeah. <laughs> I've, that's metal as fuck i was gonna say like like i i, I had a, i had a plan with um with stavros with b stav who who guest hosted one that episode you couldn't make it um and made our amazing theme song yes who also made an amazing theme song and this was back when we were playing music together and mm. i wanted to do a hardcore ep mm. this was at the time we were doing like pop punk rock stuff yeah and i was like dude i want to do a hardcore like hardcore ep six seven songs and i want it to just be these awesome badass like speeches mm. and then right as it ends it goes into like the fucking like hype rage type shit <laughs> and i had i still remember them one was um mel gibson and the patriot yeah when um it's not mel gibson it's uh it's heath ledger's girlfriend slash wife mm. in church when she stands up and she's like is there are there no decent men well, no decent. Are there no more decent men? Will no man stand against the face of tyranny? Like all this other shit. And then like I ca- I like cut it, and it was just like, dude, red as that end, just like, like stand and fight. Just like, like just like that's pretty rad. Yeah, or that's hype rage right there. Yeah, or like or like that one where it was like ride to Rowan. That's pretty rad. You just go right into it. Yeah. Um. Oh fuck. The other one was Sylvester Stallone. Rocky, mm-hmm. he's like, that's what happens in life. Like, you get taken down, you get knocked down, but it's not a matter of how hard you get knocked down. It's a matter of how hard you get knocked down. You get back up and you keep fighting. like, that's good. I had like, oh man, oh man, like it's. it's I still want to do that. I should talk. I should text him and be like, dude, let's still do this because it'll be so fucking badass. Maybe using your pedal. Uh maybe it's um, not the right pedal. Maybe no, not for this. Yeah. But like. Oh man, there's so many good ones. There was one. There was another one. Uh, was it? It was a football movie. I forget which one, but it was another one like that where it was just like, uh, like any given Sunday kind of speech. Yeah. Have exactly. you heard that speech? Uh, probably the Pacino like any given Sunday speech. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. Like <laughs> I hear it in snippets, and I'm just like, whatever. But like, it's on Netflix, so I watched that movie again. And when you hear that full speech, it's so like. Oh my God! This is such a heavy speech, because he's just talking like, "Yeah, or you end up like me, like alone, and nobody loves you, and you have nobody left to love, and you're out of everything. You don't have money, you don't have a career, and the end is on the line. <laughs> like the end is in your future. <laughs> like, like it, it's it's like a, it's a heavy, 
it's it's a heavy speech it's yeah. a heavy speech um i forget the name of the band i think it was uh like it dies today or something but they did do the boondock saint speech mm. um when he explains the guy coming out and oh yeah 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 and he talks about that and he was like it was a bloodbath like da, 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 da. like and he <laughs> goes straight into cool. it or no no it was or like not a, it was a bloodbath it was like there was a gunfight or something like that that, he, <laughs> that William Defoe yells yeah and it like it goes into uh, a hardcore song yeah it's, <laughs> it's fucking cool that's so good speaking of binging yeah have you watched all the opposites yet? That was. <laughs> did you see? I put that on the list. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, my girlfriend watched the whole thing in like a day. Um, I have seen. Yeah. The first two episodes. Yeah. Did you like it so far? I really disliked the first episode. Ooh. What about the second episode? I didn't really care for it until the final six minutes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's- it, it so it's missing something i assume from no. Rick and morty right it's it it is rick that's oh, the problem. okay justin it, it's like justin's doing the exact same voice almost yeah and because of that it's almost a very similar personality yeah it's like an irritated hyper intelligent person yep and because of that like in even the way like he talks he still does like a little stutter yeah like so because of it it's almost too too rick similar to rick yeah it's like rick in just a different form gotcha um so that part i kind of and the animators are the same yeah so they do character animations that are the exact same like the face uh the way they do faces and dialogue and talking and um (coughs) do they do the lip thing no they don't don't do the lip thing yeah (laughs) they don't don't do that (laughs) um i will say this there's definitely something that's cool about it Mm -hmm. and this is gonna sound really weird but it's from what i've experienced so far in just two episodes Mm -hmm. it's not censored okay none of it interesting graphically oh and word wise (laughs) interesting yeah because it's a hulu original right so they never had to show it on cable so it is if you can imagine it a more graphic rick and morty (laughs) okay (laughs) like it's somehow more graphic than rick and morty Got it. um like yeah so it's just it's, it's also weird to hear like rick fully swear instead of the beeps yeah that get put in um hmm. interesting yeah so it's it's different that it's unleashed like that yeah uh now i've only seen two episodes so i definitely can't talk but yeah i almost don't like the dynamic of the two main characters which mm-hmm. is terry which yep. is rick and then and um thomas corvo corvo is the other one yeah um i don't like their dynamic almost Mm -hmm. um yeah i just it's just like i don't know it's it's it reminds me a lot of almost like family guy okay because it's almost like they're taking that place inside a suburban house on like a suburban street dealing with neighbors and shit like that where it's like this shit takes place in a household like it's 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 so Family Guy esque, but also Rick and Morty esque because of Justin. Yeah, so it's like the Rick and Morty writers and characters and animators doing a Family Guy esque show, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's my opinion of it. I don't want to tarnish your viewing experience because yeah. you haven't seen it yet. So I saw the trailer for it, <clears throat> and my thought was, eh, that could be good. <laughs> like, just 
it's not Rick and Morty, but it's like Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's it's where Rick and Morty is like hard sci-fi, <clears throat> where every episode is a different sci-fi trope, like dialed up to eleven. Now, right, right. I mean, keep in mind, like Rick and Morty is also on a different level because they're established. Like the yeah. characters are established, and I understand their dynamic, and mm-hmm. I don't really understand the dynamic as much right now. Yeah, that's true. But like, I you didn't get the layers of comedy from it until for me the final six minutes of episode two, and yeah. that's when I was like, oh, I like this. That's funny. I like this. Okay, okay, I like this part. Cool. Um, I don't know if it gets better. I don't know if it gets worse. I'm not sure. I definitely want to see more of it to mm-hmm. make sure. Especially because I don't what the fuck else am I going to do? Um, so, yeah. But, like, I'm actually overall disappointed by it. So far. Yeah, and I don't think it's because it's bad. I think it's just because I, like, like, I'm just so hard on Rick and Morty's dick yeah. that, like, I can't <laughs> detach myself for anything else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I have no shame in saying that. Like, I know I'm, not, I'm like that with Rick and Morty. So, yeah. I feel like that's just a me thing. Mm. You know? Could be. Did your girlfriend talk to you about it? Yeah, she said she, uh, she said, uh, I think she had to get into it a little bit, but she ended up saying she really liked it. Um, and I was gonna say, Hey, when I come back over to your place, we should watch Solar Opposites together. But we were FaceTiming and we were playing something. I think we were playing Animal Crossing together. And then she's like, Oh, by the way, I watched a few episodes of Solar Opposites. I'm like, God oh, damn it. I wanted to watch that with you. She goes, Well, you could watch a few and then we could watch them together. And I was like, Okay. Then I got to her place the other day. And she's like, I watched all of them, but I could rewatch them. It was pretty good. Okay. So she could rewatch them. If it gets better, that's good. Yeah. Okay. And she loves Rick and Morty. So. Yeah. I don't know if she's as hard on its dick as you are, <laughs> as you would put it. I, um. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch it. I, uh, I think by next episode, I'll have a full review of the entire season. Cause yeah. Because what I, else I, am I going to do? I might. I might. Um, I might have seen the whole season by then. I'm not sure. I've only seen two episodes since it came out. So. Yeah um cool very cool very cool uh do you want to wrap it up (coughs) yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) bye again yeah um let's try that again with like normal levels tied to what you do as well um this explains why my uh takedown to breakdowns episode was garbage uh <laughs> two <laughs> days ago why we mic test this is why we was the whole test. episode garbage uh just my side uh go <laughs> listen to takedowns to breakdowns everybody for yeah. a nice garbage episode <laughs> last week um yeah yeah okay sound check sound check mm-hmm. that was stupid <laughs>